2: This is the Tom Bernard podcast. Listen live weekday mornings, eight to nine 30 or anytime you like as a podcast on the Tom Bernard app at TomBernardShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: We are back. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. By the way, a bunch of people I saw signed up like 13,000 people following the shows. Uh, whatever it is. A. I. Or whatever, IA or whatever the hell. You know, what's one thing I love about that? When I was on Facebook 12 years ago, you just went on, you posted stuff, they reacted, you go on. Now there are like 15 different pages of Facebook, and you got to go to this one, mm. but then you got to move over here and do that. And then there's all these people. It's like, Jesus,
4: why didn't you keep it simple? Oh, yeah. The use of groups has gotten out of hands. It has. I mean, it'll yeah. be, yep. you know, here's here's a place where people who like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups also own Bunnies and listen to Marvin Gaye on a regular right. basis. This is where we all get together and meet and talk. And it's like, okay. Yeah. It's That's almost
0: great. worse than being on, like, a group text when mm. – because, you know, you might, it might be applicable, applicable to you for, like, ten minutes. Like, you want to mm-hmm. say something. But then it ends up just being, like, three people having a conversation amongst themselves and the other 20 people are like, this doesn't involve me, it's just so annoying.
3: No, I understand that, and and I'm having, I'm not having a difficult time adjusting to it, but it's like, I went on Facebook, I posted stuff, people responded, I I responded to them, and that was it. Now it's like, go to this page, this page, this page, this page, or this page, there are six different pages, so Mm. let's go, it's like, why? I just, I I don't have anything, you know, Maybe I could start a religion, because I see a lot of religion on there. Uh, Yeah, that's (laughs) the first way to go, I think. Start a megachurch? Yes. (laughs) See, uh, Thomas means twin, so I could claim there are two Jesuses. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's you and the big guy. They're they're twin Jesuses, Thomas the twin. There's no question. Would it be Jesuses, or would it be like Jizai, or would it be like... Could be Jizai, (laughs) except that sounds too much like a word that's really nasty. starts with Jizai. If you know what I'm saying. Oh, boy. Too oh, close. Wait a minute. All right. We better, you know, honest to God, it's unbelievable. I've got to pass them along to you. And again, making my point very, very clear, I've been a Democrat, I've been a Republican, I'm now very much in the center of it all, watching it all go on. And today, or last night, I guess, was a prime example of that. And I'm not picking on one party alone. I pick on both of them because they do such annoying things. Look, I, I don't. You got to do what you got to do, and it's whatever. Mm-hmm. But I love it when they say we in this country have got to support women. We have never supported women enough. We in this country have got to support people of color because they have not gotten enough of our support. So we got to get that taken care of. And uh, you know there's there are all these stories that we got to do this, uh, and we have to support our immigrants. You've heard that over and over every day. We have to support the migrants, the immigrants, whatever, correct? We have to support all three of those things, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there was an election in New York last night. A black immigrant woman ran and got her ass kicked. <laughs> so apparently, uh, unless you're going to make money
4: off it, it doesn't really matter, does it? No. And they're not going <laughs>
2: to...
4: Uh, most of the people that are saying, you know, we need to get certain groups of people representation aren't going to give up their seat
3: no. To give oh, no, for that representation. No, and that's exactly what happened. Like, we're not giving the seat up. Sorry, right. we got it back, and we ain't giving it back again.
4: No. Look, well, you
3: vote for the way you want. As an individual, vote the way you want. But, but let's not talk about how we have to have support women and people of color and immigrants more when you had a chance to do it and you didn't.
4: Yeah, that's probably why they uh, let you keep your campaign money if you don't win. So they're like, you know, it's you're not going to win, but you get to keep all this yeah. money we helped you raise.
3: It's only $12, What 15000000 million. Yeah. Okay, that the difference. And again, I'm not pointing that uh, both parties would do it. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm not going after one specific party. Both of these parties, if it gave them more power, therefore made them more money, they'd do it in a second. So stop trying to tell everybody what they should do with their lives when you wouldn't for a second think about doing it if it cost you one cent. So let's settle down on all this rhetoric over the top and live your life, except here's what I try to do. Let's try to accept everybody on an individual basis, not on the broad stroke of things. So if that's what you said you were doing last night when you didn't vote the black immigrant woman into office, then I understand that, but stick with your message. Don't try to tell us what to do if you're not going to do it. That's fair, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, What would well, think so. Everybody, shut up. That's you know, pipe down for Zip Christ's it. sake. Zip it. Are you someone who hates Valentine's Day? No, I do not. I, I, we don't love it. We don't hate it. It's a good day, you know, right?
4: Yeah,
3: yeah, it's fine. We we're talking about it early. Get some flowers and a, and a card for Catherine. Maybe a little candy on the side, and that'll be it. I mean, we. I just told her last night, I love her more every day. That's not the issue. It's just Valentine's Day is... Do you think it's more for younger people
4: or very old people? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's definitely for young people because it's a very Instagrammable... Everybody's got to take pictures of their flowers and put them on social media. And then old people, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, it's cute. This is your 107th Valentine's Day together. I'll go off the ballot here and say it's it's for businesses. Oh, it's 100%. Well, businesses. <laughs> it's always about the money, AJ. You know it's about the money. You get her, no question. You got to buy your wife some chocolates, but not those regular yep. chocolates. Not the you got to get the ones that ones are in a the fancy box. box.
0: every other day of the year. It's the ones that are in yep. a box. And it's got to be a heart-shaped box. Yes, yeah, exactly.
3: Yep, it's true. Are you someone who hates Valentine's Day? No, I am not. If so, you're not alone. The anti-Valentine's Day crowd. There's actually a bunch of people that call themselves the anti-Valentine's Day card. Well, mm-hmm. I'm sorry that you're a loser in the world of love. It's not my fault. You, didn't, you can't find anybody, it's your problem. Well, Get off your ass.
4: It'll even be couples that like, refuse to go celebrate Valentine's Day, so yeah. Good,
3: good for you, right? But why do you have to chirp about it? That's what I don't understand. If you're not going to celebrate it, why do you have to tell me you're not celebrating? I don't give a rat's ass if you do or not.
4: Yeah, it's like CrossFit, being a vegan, <laughs> Costco memberships. <so> you got to <laughs> tell somebody. Yep, it's
3: any
0: of those. <laughs> you're going to know about yeah. it, whether you want to hear about it or not. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, today, I was grateful to people. I, I said thank you very much for supporting the Tom Bernard Show in the morning here and the family is, show as well. I just, uh, I've, been, I've been on social media now for, I think today is a week. And already 13,000 of you have, fo- have followed the show, which I really do appreciate that. So when I really do appreciate it, I will hop on and go, thank you so much for supporting the morning show and the family show and all the rest of it. It's very nice, because they don't have to do that. No. You know, that's the time that I step up and go, man, you're, you made my day, thank you very much, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So everybody else settle down. So I, one thing I did notice on Facebook that's different from when I used to be on there years ago Mm-hmm. There's a lot of talk about religion now on Facebook, which doesn't bother me. I'm not a I'm not an over the top religious guy. I, you know, I certainly hope there's something or someone bigger than than us because we have f up everything we touch. But you know, <laughs> yeah, imagine well, what we'll do with the with eternity in the afterlife if we're in charge. Yeah, it would be a disaster. So, exactly. Some people think it's a hallmark holiday that's only pushed on us to sell cards, chocolate, and jewelry. Really, you think so? You think that it might be pushed on us? Others argue it can be harmful to your mental health because single people feel left... Uh, don't. See, here, here we go once again. It's Valentine's Day. If you're married and you don't celebrate it, you're harming people who don't have a mate.
4: No, I'm not. I mean, it, you're not directly harming... Like, I feel like it's, you can't shame somebody that's married in a relationship because somebody else is single. Right. But if you're single and it bothers you, just don't go on social media. It's one of those days that sucks. Like <laughs> I, I I'm couldn't, sorry. Re- like, couldn't agree more. Whatever. No,
3: you're absolutely right. Just stay the hell away from social media on Valentine's Day if you, if yeah. you don't like it. Look, I, like I said, I got very lucky. Kath and I've been together for 44 years. Been married for 39. It'll be 40 years in July. I mean, I know how lucky I am, and I, I you know, acknowledge that on a daily basis. I love my kids, our grandkids. I have a wonderful family. I got nothing to bitch about, so I'm not really anti-anything. No. Anti-Valentine, anti-this. And, no. I, enjoy your holiday. Some young people and some older people love Valentine's Day. We like it. It's a nice day.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: It reminds me that Tommy O'Brien's birthday is only three days from now, one of my best friends for my life. So it does remind me of that. So it's helpful. That's all I'm saying. Uh, by the way, because of all of this stuff that's going on people, you know, that's harmful to your mental health, single people feel left out and rejected. One part of that argument is kids in school, especially teenagers who don't have a Valentine. I didn't have a Valentine when I was a teenager. No. Did you go with one specific person when you were a teenager? No,
4: we all brought in candy and ate candy and we all went home. Like there was no (laughs) candlelit Valentine's Day dinner in high school. That's exactly Over the chicken nuggets with... uh... Pizza sticks. Pizza sticks.
3: You have to remember one thing. I grew up in... I went to Catholic school uh, until I was in ninth grade. Mm -hmm. I went to public school after that. Uh, Look... We got chirped at a lot by the nuns to just remember now that Valentine's Day is to support St. Valentine. It's not about your feelings for other people. So they just wanted to take the, the focus completely off the other person that you like. They want mm-hmm. to put on the fact that Valentine was a saint.
4: Well, of course. Right? Yeah, you got to make sure they get the message, especially the Catholics, who I would expect nothing else.
3: Oh, God, yes. All right, we've got to take a break and come back. Speaking of just the lovely Valentines, Judd Zolgad will be with us right after this. In addition to having the best selection in town, K&L Surplus & Ammo also help you sell your firearms safely, worry-free. If you've inherited a collection of firearms from a loved one, let's say, and don't know what to do with them, or if you have guns you are no longer using, call Jim at KNL Surplus & Ammo. Jim can help you sell those firearms safely through consignment and auction. I know Jim. He's an extremely knowledgeable guy, very helpful. He'll help you get the top dollar, as a matter of fact. He will help you explore all the options and take the work and stress off your shoulders. K&L Surplus and Ammo is on Lake Drive in Line of Lakes and open Tuesday through Saturday. You can also visit them online at www.klgunstore.com.
5: Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road? or the child that followed. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us.
6: Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at Minnesota
3: Bryant. Let's take a second and talk about my bank, North American Banking Company. If you own a business or are thinking about starting one, make sure you check out my friends at North American Banking Company. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, let's say, turn to their experts, Billsky, Because they are locally owned and operated, loan decisions are made here in the Twin Cities. They're not shipped out of state. This helps business owners expand with confidence. So if you're looking for a better banking experience, why not bank with my friends at North American Banking Company? Go to nabankco.com to learn more. Member FDIC, equal housing lender.
2: You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast.
3: And now the lovely and talented Judd Zolgad from Score North. How are you doing, Pally? Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy Valentine. Mm. Indeed. Catherine and I already talked to Catherine. We gave her a kiss this morning. She's to yep. like, yeah, go to work.
7: I did the same exact thing with my <laughs> wife. She, she just left for work, and I said, happy Valentine's Day. And she said, thank you. And uh, yep. Long way from the days of like actually making plans for that night that ha- had some pressure but that's only at the beginning of relationships anyway yeah. isn't it i mean pretty much i think so for me yes i'm not sure about the rest of the world but uh yeah, yeah. I, it's you know those first couple of years right sort of difficult yeah actual plans it's busy I, all I restaurants was wonderful. no question about it so
3: i thought it was a wonderful deal
7: so what's new in your world pally well how about those timberwolves they just they're back. They won again. They beat Portland last night. They, uh, they continued, I, I mean, heck, a couple nights ago. Uh, they, they played the Clippers, who went into that game a half a game behind them in the Western Conference and just obliterated right. them in the second half. It was really
3: impressive. What is it? What happened to the Timberwolves that made them this good?
7: Wow. A lot of, a lot of things and things that uh, clicked. I mean, they, they got... Mm-hmm. They got Rudy Gobert from Utah last year, and it didn't really click. It didn't really work. Uh, they He came into camp healthier, which helped a lot, I think. But they also had a much better idea of how they were going to use him. Carl Anthony Towns got hurt early last season. He stayed healthy. And they just, you know, finally, they just have talent, which, which is ridiculous because with all the high draft picks that they've had for years, this shouldn't be – rare like they've they had high enough draft picks to be really good for a long time unfortunately they screwed them up and and between Anthony Edwards now and Towns in a really good role for him and Gobert doing a really good good job and defensively he's been spectacular they finally just have a lot of guys that are good which has been unfortunately aside from a few of the Garnett years it's been the exception not the rule you know, they set up the draft to make sure that there was an even
3: playing field, that this, the team was great they get a lower draft choice. If you suck, you get the highest draft choice. That's supposed to even it out, and it hardly ever happens because
7: people F it up constantly. Oh, yeah, exactly. And, and the Wolves were the poster child, right? No, yeah. absolutely. Like they were the poster child. I mean, go, going back to when D- David Kahn passed not once but twice. On Steph Curry, didn't which is one him. of the great all-time, yep. you know, blunders, right, Tevin? Yeah,
4: didn't need him, didn't didn't want him. Uh, well, I think that was the Johnny Flynn draft, correct? And Rubio, and Rubio, yeah, you know, and Rubio, whatever was fine, but
7: yeah, he's not Steph Curry. Well, no, he's not. <laughs> yeah, McHale, McHale took Garnett in like '95 when when you could draft guys straight out of high school and got mm-hmm. a lot of criticism for it because at the time there, there was I think he was the first high school guy kid to be drafted when Garnett was taken since like 72 or something like that and and that worked out spectacularly and then after that you just look at all of the through the years all of the misses and screw-ups and right what that franchise has done wrong but you know what that's what makes it more fun that they're really good now
3: didn't you think that when Mikhail took over they'd get a lot better but they never did?
7: Well, you know, it's weird with him. I think that they did for they definitely did for a while. For a while. Uh, you know, yeah. cuz he got yep. he got KG and then he orchestrated the trade. I think it was the next year uh for uh for Steph Marbury, the Ray Allen trade, which at the mm-hmm. time was a good trade because people forget the point guard position was different back then. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And Steph was really good, and KG n- needed that that type of player. Now, now, today, you would not make that trade. You would just sit on and keep Ray Allen, and he would be great. But, you know, what was really unusual was, at some point in time, Tom, the McHale thing just came to a screeching halt. Right. And it went from, hey, this team's looking pretty damn good, to, oh, my God, you've got, like, no talent. And I think part of the problem was... <laughs> He didn't care about second-round picks. Like, you can find second-round picks. And there were, just some, there were just some indications that the joke became Kevin was hunting. Kevin wasn't trying to find basketball players. He was up north in, in a deer stand. Right. That's absolutely – look, I mean, I, I was a
3: huge Celtics. matter of fact, the first Christmas gift Catherine ever gave me 44 years ago was a Boston Celtics jacket because I was Ooh. such a huge Boston Celtics fan. that uh, she bought me a jacket and I was very you know I I thought McHale and Bird and Parrish and you look at all of that talent how why is it that those players don't learn how that works so well I mean you were there the whole time McHale how did you not learn how that all clicked
4: and worked so well Well, typically, the better the player, the worse the coach or executive. Because when it comes naturally to you, it's hard to tell somebody else. Like, Larry Bird can't go to somebody like, what do you mean you can't just shoot the lights out of the gym and dribble
8: uncontrollably? Like, it should come natural.
7: And that was one of the things that that drove Kevin crazy was, I think he did know that. He couldn't convince the players that what he was telling them was accurate. And so I think he, I think the modern player, the farther Kevin got away from actually having played the game, the more he despised the players because yes. the players, yep. I think he told them exactly what he thought the keys were, which were probably right. They just didn't really listen. They didn't uh-huh. really care. And plus, you know, go back to those Celtics teams, Tom. Those guys played. Not, they're not only were great players; they played their asses off. They did. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the Wolves had a lot of guys who were in, in the club across the street probably moments after games would come to an end. Mm-hmm. You know? So there was, a, uh, there was such a vast difference between, like, Bird's intensity and McHale's intensity and Robert Parrish's and then what the norm became, which is why I think Garnett worked so well, and Kevin McHale yeah. loved KG because right. KG was wired like those guys were. He was absolutely yeah. he'd kill you to win a basketball game.
3: That's how I feel about podcasting. I may have to kill all three of you. There's a possibility
7: just to win the war of podcasting downloads.
3: <laughs> the war of podcasting <laughs> downloads,
7: downloads, man. You gotta just, you gotta do whatever you gotta do to win that war.
3: I tell you what, no, I gotta tell you, seriously. I read a lot of stuff, and I'm gonna start responding. By the way, I haven't responded a lot so far because I got a billion things going, but. Man, they love this show, and they love everything about the show. Usually, used to get oh that one guy. I don't like him when you have him on.
7: There's none of that.
3: Everybody really? just loves the show. Yeah,
7: yep. I, I would think that like if I I was on, it would get some sort of no. You come up all the time.
3: All of you come up all the time, and they like you guys. They they like listening. They love the show. Nice. So that's awesome. it's a good thing. I'll ruin it for you though before the end.
7: I'll, so I'll you're winning. Win. You see <laughs> yeah. that? So so you don't need to kill us all. Not yet. It, no. You keep anyway. sport.
3: I want to have fun on a Wednesday Come on, open, up, <laughs> open your heart
7: <laughs> Turns into the Hunger
4: Games
3: <laughs> No, I think the only reason that popped into my head Is because I remember Mikhail was really pissed off at me about something I don't know what it was He was just really angry And I ran into him on a locker room at a golf course Yep you know what it feels like getting yelled at face-to-face by someone who's a foot taller than you are? <laughs> Jesus.
7: He was, and I, I've been told, he held a lot of grudges. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you weren't the only, that wasn't no. a no. unusual confrontation, which is funny because when he started, he came off as, and as a player. He was so good with the yes. media. Yes. But I think it's because yes. he didn't really get criticized. And once he got criticized, he just absolutely hated it. I loved watching him,
3: you know, in his high school career, his college career as a Celtic. I mean, I thought when he took over the Timberwolves, something might happen because the boy could play basketball. But it just, for some reason, the Wolves just cannot click.
7: Yep. Well, hopefully that is that has changed now. Like if, if this would team be good. if this team can't win a playoff round or two or get to the finals, I it's it's pretty damn ho- hopeless, which it has been for them for a long time. But, yeah. like, this team should be able to make a playoff run.
3: That would be good. I would like to see that. There's no question about it. And, like like I said, I haven't watched in a long time because when Dutcher was there, a couple of other coaches were there. I will. I never missed a University of Minnesota basketball game. But they have been horrible for, what, about 75, 80 years?
7: Well, yeah. And players Jeez. now leave so quick quickly. Yes. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not. The, you, you know, you – you used to well I mean hell in the 80s players were around for 4 years and now it's you know they come in from the transfer portal you literally cannot keep track of the team yeah year, year to year it changes so drastically it does indeed there's no question about it so I like I said I I
3: I will follow the Timberwolves once I believe they're going to follow through on what they're doing
7: should start in the playoffs yeah That yeah that's my advice yep. yeah. don't mess around with this regular season stuff just starting the playoffs
3: and uh, having dinner with uh, Louie Nanny again tomorrow night and I'm gonna bring up he's like you know that, uh, there's a TV spot running I don't know who's the voiceover on it but the guy says how is it that we've never won a championship in hockey <laughs> when we're the state of hockey
7: yeah just I don't st- what whatever you do don't bring up the the decision to draft Brian Lawton and First o- overall and pass on Pat Lafontaine, Stevie Eiserman, Tommy Barrasso. Don't bring that up. Don't ruin his dinner. Don't ruin his dinner like he like he ruined my that season for me as a North Star fan. I mean, it's not like those guys are, you know, Hall of Fame type players, right, Judd? Oh, yeah. Steve, Steve Iserman would have been I there you could make a case if they had drafted him that they it would have been such a great pick that the team wouldn't have left. Because the success, like, the, you know, they went downhill. And, yes, they came back up with that Stanley Cup run. But I think if Eiserman's the draft pick, that there's a fighting chance that they don't leave. But don't tell Louis that. So, <laughs> so, so, hey, I won't I don't him. want. To, I don't want to spoil your dinner. Are you uh, blaming Nanny for uh, the team leaving? Is that what I'm hearing, Judd? I'm saying you could have kept the team at a place where he would have been, where it, it, I think it would have continued to draw so that mm. there wouldn't have been attendance problems. Jeez.
3: I want you to know that I got a call from, what the hell was his name, the guy that sold the team and took it to Dallas? Norm Green. Norm Green. I got a call. Hey, Norm Green wants to have lunch with you over at, uh, um, what the hell is that place? It used to be on uh, Excelsior Boulevard. Mike Jennings' family owned it. Was it just Jennings Red Coach, I think it was? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, Jennings yes. Red Coach. There we were. So yep. we're, we're having lunch there, and he's telling me, Tommy, I got to tell you something. Uh, you know, and you got that big show and all the rest of it, so I was trying to get you on my side. I have to do this. It's not that I want to do this, blah, blah, blah. And I basically didn't hear a word he said because out of his right nostril there was a hair that was about three inches long, and it kept going like, <laughs> So Tommy, I want to talk to you about it. this hair. It was how the hell did you not notice that hair? In I morning? don't know.
7: You know what? There, there was. It, it feels like it's not as bad now. I, I remember the same exact thing when I, when I was like a kid. It's true. It's true. Older men had no idea that there were massive hairs growing from their nose. I, I I've never understood that one. I still I don't. I I'm would, with you on this. There's got to be some, you can
9: feel it, can't you?
7: Well, it, well, don't you look in the mirror? And, like, Norm Green was pretty Im- impeccably dressed, right? Oh, God, yes. Like, Absolutely. how are you not looking in the mirror? And there's ways to solve that. Like, Noah's hairs aren't exactly, it's not like, well, I couldn't oh, see yes. them. Tommy, how are you doing, Tommy? I mean, what was he doing? Why did he ask you to go to, like, and Jennings love Red the Coast? Jennings, love their bars? Yeah. yep. But what you know, if if Norm Green's trying to sweet talk you? Why are you sitting in a Jennings red coat? I mean, I, I would expect hey, let's meet at the you know, the the I don't know Minneapolis club. I would expect let's meet at Murray's. Let's meet at Manny's. Let's meet at you know, I'll buy a house, real nice yeah. I'll, I'll buy a real nice steak and try to win your love for the KQ sh- you know show. What the hell is Norm Green doing?
3: I would assume the reason he did that. And I'm trying to be nice here because I don't know if this is the reason. But Mike Jennings and I are really good friends, so that's maybe what he picked okay. up on, and, and we did it there. Because I've always loved it. anything Mike Jennings does; I'll, I'll go with works. Well, great
7: bars, great bars, but no doubt about it. But again, for Norm Green, let's pick up a little bit bigger tab than that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he, there are plenty of big tabs
3: now to pick up. Holy Christ, is everything expensive?
7: Oh, I know. And he, he actually, uh, I think it was, um, I think it was during the season that they went to the Stanley Cup Finals before they got hot. And weren't drawing. Royce always tells tells the story about how Norm called Royce at home. He's like, "We we have five thousand for the Montreal Canadiens. You got to help me. I, you know what? What can I do here? How can I get more people?" It's like, yeah, Norm. Well, not gonna work out.
3: <laughs> that's going to be a problem. But not going to work out. We got something cooking now. At least uh, our basketball team's had fun to watch. Uh, I, I don't like the baseball deal the Twins got on television, but none of us like that. I'd be very careful if I were baseball because from what I understand, first of all, Gen Zers don't like sports anyway. They don't. They're, football, I guess professional football in that age bracket is not doing well at all. Hmm. Uh, so these guys might want to pay a closer attention to those kinds of things, you know. Well, MLB Pitchers might want to fix today. their
0: jerseys before opening day. Have you seen these? No. Oh, the Fanatics? Yeah. The Fanatics. I've got the, i got this ready. This is uh, on the left. That's the previous year's jerseys. The new ones are on the right. They changed the like the size of the names, the placement of a lot of stuff. Every, like it just it's it's deteriorating down and down. Like the quality is going down
3: and down. You know, it's great, though. They went with three, six, six, eight. That was
7: probably some woman's home number. What do you think? <laughs> i i once heard a great story about a, a royals pitcher in the old bullpen at the metrodome which, which were along the the outfield lines and the trick was and this was not just him that this was the trick the trick was you would spot a pretty girl in the stands mm-hmm. and then you would ru- and then you would sign a baseball with your number and or i think hotel room number on said baseball and have it oh, run yep. up to her I would be Mickey Mantle, I know you're right? shocked by that. I, I know you guys are going to be absolutely floored by that. <laughs>
3: I guess Mickey Mantle did it about 10, 10 times a game. Hey, that woman up there? I'm going to sign a baseball, bring it to her. No, wait a minute. Her, too. So I'll sign it up. I guess he like eight, 7, 8, 10 a game. He would put his number on a baseball and have a guy carry it over.
7: Mantle maximized yeah. life. Let's just say that. Oh,
3: he did. But he he didn't
7: get old, but there was a reason why. His, his quote, I think it was when he was in his 50s or so, his quote was, I thought I'd be dead by 50s, so if I had known that, <laughs> I would have taken better care of myself. It's like, Mick, that's the, that's not you, man. The whole point of being you was you didn't take care of yourself, and you had probably more fun, you know. Yep. M- the Mick and Whitey Ford and Billy oh, Martin. Oh, God. Billy Martin. Hellraisers. We
3: will close with that one, because I know I've told this story a number of times, but it's well worth telling again. I uh, interviewed Mickey Mantle many, many years ago. Uh, asked him, is, you know, other than all the stuff we know about, is there one special thing that happened in your career that you don't talk much about? And he goes, yeah, there actually is. So uh, we're at the old Yankee Stadium, back in the old days, the one that Babe Ruth played in. And I'm at bat, and Billy Martin's at third base. There's one out. I crushed a ball so far, it probably went over 400 feet, and the the right field wall at Yankee Stadium was very short anyway. That ball was gone the second I touched it. I ran down. I didn't run down. I said I jogged down to first base. I rounded the base. I looked over third, and Billy Martin was tagging up.
7: (laughs) Hey, day games, man. Day games are tough. just stick it that
3: was hit so well i'm gonna make you look like a fool oh i didn't think that was gonna clear the fence Yep. (laughs) he said it was about 200 feet in the air when it went over the fence oh my god that's great (laughs) isn't that a great story yes that's fantastic mickey mantle could be a flaming prick but if you got him at the right moment i only talked to him a couple of times you know when it was on the phone he was okay on the phone i guess he just went through things he was but not I mean sometimes the fans would come up and try to stick their hand through and get him to sign something and he would shut the window on their hand. Ow! It's like can you imagine how much that would hurt on a bus. Ow! Yeah, indeed. that would
7: that would not be very pleasant. All right, homie, try to keep it together for tomorrow, okay? I'll do that and then I and then after that I'm just gonna really hit things hard for three days and or, or four and then I'll be back on Tuesday. I like so it. Just just one wrap, more day sir. for me. Thank you, sir. See ya. Bye.
3: We'll take a break, be right back. Chris Eggert will join us right after this. Tom Bernard Podcast has a sweet way to treat your sweetheart. A $25 gift certificate for Grand Old Creamery is on sale this week for half price. That's $25 of super premium ice cream for only twelve fifty. Get your favorite flavor from their 32 flavors you choose from in the store at any time. Certificates are limited in supply, so uh, get yours now. Yeah, if you're, they're in limited supply, get one now. It's a good, good idea. Then redeem them at either of the two Grand Old Creamery locations on Grand Avenue in St. Paul or Cedar Avenue in Minneapolis. Grand Old Creamery offers malts and shakes, cakes, plus pints and quarts of ice cream to take home. And of course, try their famous sweet smelling homemade hand rolled malted waffle cones. And they put a whopper in the bottom. Yeah, baby. It really is a sweet way to treat your sweetheart. So act now to get your $25 Grand Ole Creamery voucher for only twelve fifty. dollars 50 Visit TomBernardShow.com and enter keyword deal to get yours while they last. That's TomBernardShow.com
9: keyword deal. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife Mary when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you... I'm betting you'll be happy too. Call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit Bialkilaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com. Mike
3: Lindell and my pillow employees want to thank my listeners for all of your continued support. To thank you. They're having an overstock, clearance, and new product sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code TOM and you get free shipping on your entire order get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0, also get 50% off the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long, six pack towel sets for only $29.98, and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items such as mattresses, mattress toppers, 100% made in the USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb, dog beds blankets couch pillows and so much more to get the best specials ever go to mypillow.com or call 800-516-5146 and use promo code tom and you get free shipping on your entire order so call 800-516-5146 or go to mypillow.com and please do use promo code tom
2: this is the tom bernard podcast
3: it is indeed, and now, ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5's Chris Eggert is brought to you by Mister Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free, I said, free forty-eight minute evaluation. Nine five two nine two five five six zero eight. That's nine five two nine two five five six zero eight. What a call yesterday, ladies and gentlemen. Tom Bernard's show. We all put our heads together. Said, why don't we get jo- Josh Arnold on uh, on Tuesdays from now on because. The market dropped over
10: 500 points. Yeah, I didn't catch what he said yesterday, Tom. What, what was the gist of it?
3: Uh, I'm going to ask Tevin and AJ to see if they paid attention to his advice.
0: The biggest thing I remember was people are making too much money.
3: Yeah,
4: that really <laughs> is what I was going
0: to
3: say.
4: as well.
0: I would like to know who is who is people. Yeah, yeah who's, who's
3: people? <laughs> who, who do you mean by that? No, he talks about, oh, I'll tell you what, you know, what well, we can do is in that next, uh, two, either that, or you can come on the uh, family show on Friday and, and be on there with him. Then You should probably do that. You and Josh Arnold should meet.
10: I'd like to meet him. I, uh, I've heard good things obviously. And if, um, you know, you're his guy that says something too. So. Oh,
3: here we go. <laughs> All
10: you right. See. Your
3: Valentine's day card is you on associate
10: the yourself with good people. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's nice to know some of the people in your circle and, uh, in fact, I'm not going to say the name, but I just was texting with somebody in your circle the other day, mm-hmm. which was something that was not, uh, I did not have access to this person until I got into your universe, Tom. Really? So there
5: you go.
9: Yeah.
4: Give me the, give me
9: the. Nope. No, 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 no,
4: Not even the initials? Oh no, I'll gosh. text Chris. you can't tease that big shot. I'll text you off the air. I'll text you <laughs> off the
9: air. Why don't you
3: do this? Just the initials, because <laughs> it then could be Catherine Brandt, it could be Kristen Burt, or it could be Ken Barlow. It could be any of the three of them that you it, find it, attractive.
10: No, it was not one of them, and it had nothing. It, I shouldn't even
3: <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> I did corner you there. I'm sorry. Yes, you did.
10: Oh, you boy. put me in the corner,
9: Tom. <laughs> Nobody puts Chris no, in the I, corner.
3: Exactly. So what's happening, man? How many people were murdered last night? One. It's just nonstop. It's unbelievable
10: there was a shooting on um broadway last night in north minneapolis on east broadway there there was also um and the suspects on the loose as far as i know um, right they also did make some arrests though and some robberies i don't think that was connected to that thing we talked about over the weekend mm-hmm. tevin with like you know the 14, SUV,
4: yeah
10: yeah with like 14 plus but we did talk to the one of the victims from that situation over the weekend yesterday one of our crews was able to talk to her a young lady who was just in Uptown, right, right in the middle of the main part of Uptown in the middle of the afternoon, and dudes came up, and before she knew it, they had the car, and they threw her phone across the street and took off. And thank God she didn't get hurt. But I was just – I know exactly where she was at. Last week we did a, – a couple weeks ago we did a live show from um, this particular area, Uptown, where there was a restaurant that was there. Mm-hmm. I mean, perfectly busy part of Uptown. And to just have happen right there, that's unfortunate. That amazing? Yep. Well,
3: people have been emboldened because our bullshit politics, I, I, I actually pointed out, and it's not to the left and it's not to the right, it's all of them. They brought this on us by trying to get people to vote for them so they could make more money. They don't care about you and me at all.
4: Yeah. And a I, joke. I think it's an extension too kind of of the pandemic and all the rioting that happened where it felt yeah. like just a yeah. lawless society across Minneapolis and that kind of I think is still lingering a little bit even, you know,
10: three, four years removed. I would say, um, again, I, I don't know much about the inner workings of, of how it how it goes over there, but the new police chief, I met him a couple weeks ago actually. Um guy like seems to work very hard and he's always out there and he's always at these scenes and, you know, he's kind of a hard nosed New York type fellow, which, right. you know, maybe, I don't know. It just looks to me like from the outside looking in that he's, you know, God is, you know, he's doing the best he can. But I, mm-hmm. I even noticed like maybe like a little frustration the last couple of times we interviewed him where he was just like, good God, you know? Yeah. And I
3: said, how did, did you get along with the mayor of Minneapolis? I only met him once. I've never met him, but I. We had yeah. an
10: event together once. Oh, you did? Yeah. When he was still a councilman.
3: Oh, okay. There you yeah. go. Cause I, I don't know anybody that knows him and I'm wondering if he's a, a, a good guy. I, I agree with some things he says others. I don't. So that's normal. But, uh, he just, what did he call people, a bunch of losers? Is that what he said
10: on uh,
4: the stage last yeah, week? Yeah,
10: l- losers with their cat blankets. <laughs> yep. Which, again, I know we talked about this last week when it came out. I'm sure if he had to do that over again, he would not have done it. I, I it don't know. It's pretty
3: funny, though. I
10: always think you got to take tone into account with those things. I watch, like, it's one thing to read his quote, but then if you actually, like, hear his speech, I don't know. The way he said it. yeah it did he was sort of saying it flippantly in Mm -hmm. my opinion so i don't but then you know the internet it's not gonna not everyone's gonna see or hear that video they're just yeah that's right he got man did he get he got pasted for that one that's did
3: he really they went after him (laughs) big time
10: it was funny yeah was making the cat blanket jokes and and i was there for it it was pretty dang funny
3: yeah, I mean, I don't know anybody that even knows him, to tell you the truth. And I, I've never met him, never talked to him, whatever. We should probably have him on. Do you think he'd show up on this show?
10: I, it's worth a try.
3: <laughs> we might as well reach out to him, see if he wants to come on and tell me. The, what was it I, got, I had to stop doing?
4: Oh, yeah, he would hate you. Well, look at you working from home. Oh, oh yeah. that's right. With he with
5: would nasty, hate that. With yeah. your nasty
10: cat blanket. <laughs> yeah. Loser. Dog blanket in this case.
3: But you know why I started working from home, to tell you the truth? Because I tend to have being a very emotional person. And if you were on my show and you effed up your job, I would light you up like a Christmas tree. So they finally said, Tom, why don't you work from home and we'll wait here. What do you say about that? Hey,
10: I, if I had the option, I'd definitely take it there and show it.
3: It's just nobody wants to hang out with me. It's the only reason I'm working from home. They don't want don't me to come that's in.
10: True. I don't think that's true. It's just because you want to be pantsless during the broadcast, and that's fine. I think we all do. No, don't lean no, back. Don't, don't kick you your legs
0: up. Don't do that. Just do right there.
3: Um, okay. Yep, you... That looks obscene, actually, the way I'm doing that. Anyway,
10: <laughs>
3: moving forward. All right, like, like, what
10: else? No. I- you look like that legal analyst from CNN who got caught. Oh yeah, monkey on on a chat or whatever. A couple yes. years. You guys remember that Wait, Jeffrey no, Tubin no. was his name. Yep. Yeah, look oh, it remember. up. He got like taken off the air for a while because he, he, he got caught um, in a Zoom and he didn't know it was on. And oh no, uh. yeah, you got to look it up, AJ. I don't think you actually see it happening, but okay. just look up the story.
3: Did you yeah. ever, ever in your life, we'll close with this, did any of you, the three of you, because I have, uh, you're in your car, the first time you answered your, the, the, your phone on your dashboard, many, many years ago, when you could actually mm-hmm. put it through your whatever. Yeah. Uh, I learned very quickly that uh, you have to make very, very, pay very good attention to when the phone call has ended because I was in a car talking to a guy. And the guy was just being a pain in the ass to me and all the rest of it. I didn't even know the guy all that well. But I said, you know, Catherine, you believe this asshole? I mean, he calls me upstairs barking at me. and What a pain in the ass. What do oh, I need do with I. that? All of a sudden, there's a pause. He goes, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> said, good. Then you heard what I just said. Good Was for that you. one of
10: those with the, the bag phone where you really had to, like, push those Yes. In to get <laughs>
3: yes,
10: to exactly. Get... Yeah, I... <laughs> I'll never forget my my first TV station. I was covering this huge trial and it was out of town. So I was a cub reporter. I got to travel. Um, I had to go stay overnight and for like weeks at a time at the, covering this trial. And they gave me the only cell phone that the newsroom had at that time. That's how oh. long ago this was. God. So I had the company. I had the bag phone and dude i was on that i bet i racked up thousands of dollars worth of bills (laughs) because i didn't have to pay for it and i was like on the phone constantly i thought i was such such a a big swing and you know what with that thing but i'm like oh my god i can't if they would have billed me for that there's no freaking way i could have afforded it i was making like thirteen thousand dollars a year sure probably what the phone bill was
3: was that one of those phones that were the size of a brick they no, call it, it, was a brick the,
10: it was the next evolution after the brick. Oh, okay. All the right. brick then went to that, like, kind of a bag thing, and then you could hang it up on there, which oh, is kind yeah. of cooler than yep. the car phones. But, yeah, sorry, I flashed back there.
3: There's nothing wrong with that, man. <laughs> All right, well, we'll talk to you again tomorrow morning. Okay, you guys, sounds good. Looking forward to it, Pally. Thank you, Chris you Eggert, ladies and gentlemen. Channel 5 is Chris Eggert, brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952 925 That's 952 925 We'll take a break. Be right back. Our pal Dave Bielke will join us right after this. When you go to a restaurant, you expect the chef to be an expert. You expect your auto mechanic to be an expert when it comes to fixing your car. You judge them both by the results of their work. Josh Arnold is an expert in investments and planning your financial future. Josh Arnold is my expert, and he should be yours, too. I talk to Josh every week, and he understands the market and the economy, and he knows how to plan for your retirement. Don't put it off another day. The man with your plan is Josh Arnold. Call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll have an expert planning and managing your financial future. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC Security Investment Advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser.
1: Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales.
3: February is the month for love. When is the last time you gave your carpet the love and attention it really deserves? Have you gotten down on your hands and knees and adored how clean and refreshed it was? Or are you scared what you might see or smell maybe? Not only is your carpet one of the biggest investments in your home, but it's also the biggest air filter in your house. Lucky for you, Zero Res is going to spread the love to you and your home with their Love Your Rug special. Get 3 rooms Zero Resified starting at just $119 and a free hallway. Don't forget dirt and dander's favorite hiding place, your air ducts. This month takes $75 off when you get your air ducts Zero Res clean. Call Zero Res right now, nine five two zero Zero Res, 952 Z E R O R E Z, or go online at Zero ResMinnesota.com and say you want the Tom Bernard Show special. Protect your employees and customers by getting your business zero resified by the pros at Zero Res. Call today for your commercial cleaning estimate. Spell it forward or backward, it spells the same Zero
2: Res. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast.
3: You are. You're listening. You horn tootin'. So we took care of pretty much all the world's problems in that first half of the show, didn't we?
4: Uh, yes. We are all, all singing Kumbaya and the world problems are over. Yep.
3: No, we're talking. Is Dave ready to go?
4: Yeah. Yeah, he is. Dave is.
3: Dave, how's your day going so far? Is it Valentine's Day a big deal at your house?
8: Uh, not really. We uh, we had been on vacation last week, so we, we have no uh, interest in going out anywhere. We'll just stay home and you know, probably make something better than we normally do. You know, the, the, the typical you know, gruel that we make, maybe maybe step it up a bit. Yeah, it's uh, I could
3: understand that, no question. We just, like I said, I just walked out and gave Catherine a, a Valentine's Day kiss, and I'll go get her a card and some flowers and probably a little box of candy, which I'll eat half of on the way home, and then we'll be good to go. <laughs> You know what I mean? There,
8: there you go. It, it's a commercial holiday, anyway. You know, it's <laughs> it's, it's being driven to yes. make money for certain entities, and you know, to the extent that I this year I'm not part of it, I'm fine.
3: It, uh, it was invented to be to, to make money, right? The holiday, like Saint Valentine, they didn't go up to him and go, "Hey, what do you think, Saint Valentine's? Rename a day." They, they did it to to make money, correct?
8: That's what I understand. Yeah, it was yeah. it was just kind not of nice. a manufactured holiday. So that's uh, you know people. Had some vision a long time ago, and it's worked for them, I guess.
3: Indeed, you do. Some I do love the fact that uh, you can get a dozen roses for, let's say, I don't know, what is a dozen roses now fifty,
8: sixty bucks, something
3: like that. Or yeah. more than hey,
8: I, that. I, I've got a <clears throat> trivia question for you. So, where do ninety percent of the fresh cut, uh, the fresh cut flowers come from uh, that go to the United States? South America. Well I'll be more specific.
3: Venezuela.
8: No, Colombia. Colombia. That's even worse. <laughs> <So> yeah. that's. <laughs> you know, I've got an attachment to Colombia. My wife's from there. I've been there 28 times. Right. And that is their biggest export, their fresh-cut flowers. You fly into the, the two main areas are, uh, are Bogota and Medellin, and you fly in, depending which direction you fly into, you see not dozens you see hundreds of huge uh greenhouses they they're oh, just really? they're huge and yeah it, it's just you, you they, they're a, half a mile long just one huge greenhouse after the other and the reason being is because it's right at the equator so you have oh, really sure. intense sun, but yet it's it's 8,000 9,000 feet up so you don't have the the, the temperature that would uh, wilt the flowers. So it's the perfect growing temperature. Uh, the other areas, uh, Ecuador uh, exports some flowers, and Bolivia does as well. But 90% of the the fresh cut flowers in the United States come from uh, Colombia.
3: Was that kind of an attachment to the coffee beans? Because apparently Colombia coffee beans are also superior.
8: Yeah, it's something about the climate being, again, yep. intense sun. But, but when you're in the mountainous areas, which Bogota is way up there, uh, you get into the inner areas, Armenia, uh, Perea. These areas are the coffee growing regions and it's intense sun, yet it's always about 70, 75 uh, pushing 80 degrees every single day. It never gets hot there. Never yeah, gets cold is... either, but that never gets
3: hot. Yeah see that's interesting, isn't it that I gotta should I, I should take a trip to South, South America, I would think. I've never been there. So I was thinking about taking, it. Should, should I go to Columbia? Where should I go if I go down there?
8: I love Columbia. Like I said, I've been there. You know, I, I go a couple times a year because my, my wife's there and she's still got her entire family there. And I love the country. I've never had a bad experience there. Every right. part I've been all around the country, ne- never been a bad experience. You know, people concerned about the safety there. Uh, but, you know, it's no different than being in, you know, North Minneapolis or Chicago or whatever. As long as you're right. smart about things, just don't do anything stupid, and it's perfectly fine. It's a, it's not. I wouldn't say it's a safe country, but it's not a dangerous country. If you're keep your wits about you, you're fine. I've never had a problem.
3: Is there a country that's safe these days? I was going to say that sounds a lot like the
0: United States. Sometimes you are, sometimes you're not. You never know. exactly.
8: That's a very good point. Yeah. So it is uh, I would true. encourage anyone, uh, including you, if you have not been to South America, uh, Colombia is a and it's become a huge tourist area. There you see tons of europeans there i'm obviously a lot of americans canadians but you see tons of europeans there uh it's become a fashionable place to to visit oh okay uh it's it's a a wonderful country it really is
3: yeah i got it there there are a few pieces places left on earth i'd like to go that i've never been i don't know that i'm ever i'd love to go to australia but i don't know if i'm ever going to make it because isn't that about a 17 day flight my god it takes forever (laughs) to get there
8: i I've been to australia once my 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 brother was there for three years. He worked at the u s embassy there so went and visited oh. him and he He had a classic story he came back once so it it's like a fourteen hour flight from Sydney to Los Angeles. so he said he's coming off this flight and you know you're're you're, he's kind of like you know staggering along with you know with you that much of a flight just beats you up and so he brought us it was our annual fishing trip and he brought us uh kangaroo jerky and he thought, oh that's kind of nice to bring kangaroo jerky and and so then he's going through customs and the lady asked what this is and he said it's kangaroo jerky jerky and he she goes oh okay and then she goes so and, and what country did you come from and my my brother said i'm just trying to like wipe out the cobwebs did, did i just hear that <laughs> <laughs> he asked him, what kind what, what country did you come from
3: well, you would think that maybe you busted into somebody's uh, house and they had a kangaroo pet. We'll just use that one in America. Yeah, I mean, the kangaroos, I, they got – are they any place else but Australia?
8: No, I'm sure they aren't. I've never heard anything of it. They're well, famously from Australia. And and when you see them, when I was there, it was like two days. I never saw one. And I'm like, oh, my God. What? You know, my brother says, go this little hike back here, you'll see – uh, kangaroos. So we went back there and, and, and still didn't see And I'm just like, I can't believe I come all over across the world and not see a kangaroo. And then all of a sudden, there was one. And then there was another. And by the time the, the next four or five days when we left, we had probably seen 50,000 kangaroos. Once we found, <laughs> they were everywhere. Did any of them try to box with you? Uh, I didn't get that close to them, but they. Uh, all the trucks there, they and, and SUVs and so forth, they have rhubars on them. It's like a, you know, the big things that are in front of sure. uh, pickups mm-hmm. here that they, right? they call them rhubars because they do leap out and they yeah, they're they're just like hitting a deer. Only there's so many more of them and they they leap right. in front of the vehicle. So, so they all these vehicles around there, they they got these big heavy bars to <laughs> when you hit one
3: all right let's talk a little bit about business how's the uh, how's the uh, legal world going these days anything new we should know about i know people should reach out to you personal injury would be a great idea i I still think that people need some people need to be talked into that because they for some reason feel that they have no right even though they were hurt how do you convince someone no 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 this you're doing the right thing not the wrong thing here right
8: well, my area of uh, expertise is workers' compensation, and it is right. a no-fault system, meaning right. it doesn't even enter into the equation whose fault it is. If you're hurt at work, you, See, get, the, you, you get the benefits that the, the statute, the Minnesota law provides. So d- don't even let that. I know it's tough for some people. I think, well, God, I kind of screwed up. I shouldn't have done it. It doesn't matter. Under the law, it doesn't matter whose fault mm-hmm. it is. If you are injured at work, you're entitled to benefits, and that doesn't mean the insurance company is going to voluntarily pay it because they have all sorts of reasons they're not going to pay it, which is why I do right. what I do. Uh, but uh, it's a no-fault system. You're hurt at work, doesn't matter how, or even if you work for a while and you know, you're working above your head and your neck hurts or your shoulder hurts or that type of thing, you know, it's a workers' comp claim to be made. Uh, has to be done right, and you want to do it right. That's why you want to talk to me first.
3: Why do you think some people did get that whole idea? Oh, I don't want to file a claim here. I'm sure you know I lost a couple of fingers, but you know, why are people
8: like that? Do you think uh, it's it's kind of a collective guilt that we um, yeah uh, that we, we feel badly. Well, you know, I guess the way look, yeah, my employer treated you right. Well, he paid you. You did work. You, it's a you know it's back and forth. Your employer paid you because you did the work. There's also part of the employer uh, relationship, employee, employer relationship where they have insurance for injuries. And if you're injured, that's outside of the regular work. You know, you're, you got to set that aside and, but people do have a natural affinity to, to, to want to feel badly about things. And I understand that, but you know, I'm here to say, you got to look out for yourself cause nobody else is.
3: That's a good way to, you know, actually I did run into a guy and I, Actually, I, I enjoyed it because Bob is one of my favorite people in the world. And he goes, Tommy, I gave uh, Dave Bialki a call. I said, no, that's not, nice to hear. And he goes, yep, I heard that Bob Sansevier spot on your show. And I said, thanks. Thanks a lot for that. <laughs> Old Sandy's get... Well, Ed, Sandy should get... How long has Sandy been with you now?
8: Oh, well, he's worked with me as far as uh, sponsoring me for about 10 years probably. But I originally... Mm-hmm. Uh, I represented his wife Mary about uh, 19 years ago. She had oh, a, right. she had a major work injury and and uh, I worked her through that and that's that's how I originally met Bob.
3: Now when she first came to you did was she mistaken did she think you were a divorce attorney? <laughs>
8: <laughs> she called me. <laughs> we talked for a while about her claim and then uh said her. I mean, she said her name was Mary, and then later on, she said, uh, "You know, okay." Then I'm getting more. I'm taking notes as you know uh, she's describing the injury and all that. And Mary Sandsvirkle. I, <laughs> I said, "Are you, you related or to Bob Sandsvirkle?" She goes, "Yeah, that's my husband." I go, "Okay, well, I, I at that time that was kind of before podcasts and all that, and sure. uh, and I knew Bob Sandsvirk because I read him for years. I was. Uh, I always read his sports columns and so forth, but I, at that time, you know, on his podcast, he talks about Mary ever since she's occasionally on his show. But right. uh, back then, back then it was just Bob Sansevier, but it's an, an unusual name. You know, it's so, I asked, oh yeah, she was that's my husband. I said, well, that's kind of cool. I know him eh, or know it. of him.
3: <laughs> we do love <laughs> Sandy. Sandy's one of my favorite guys. He's been around forever and I'm never getting rid of him.
8: So I may as well like him. Right. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. He he was talking about the Super Bowl the other day, and he was uh, talking about his son bringing a bunch of kids over, uh, friends over, and he says, I he says, I just want to watch it myself, I don't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> no, I can understand that, the, no question. The one time Bob doesn't want to talk, he says, yeah. <laughs> because it's, they all know <laughs> what I used to do. <laughs>
3: That's exactly it. So, yes, uh, Dave, we will talk to you next week, and uh, we'll find mm-hmm. out more about Sandy and and uh, yes, you can absolutely tell Dave when you call his office that you liked Bob's spot, but don't give him a hundred percent credit. Okay? What do you say? I'm working a deal with well, him, Dave. Yeah, we'll split it up about uh, you know.
8: Yeah, it uh, sounds We'll split
3: it up accordingly. Dave, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, sir. All right. Thanks, Tom. See you. Dave Yelke, ladies and gentlemen, brought to you right here on this show. On the phone. Of course, calling in, joining us live, Dave Bielke, brought to you by Bielke Law Firm. Heard at work, Dave Bielke goes to work for you, taking care of your workers' comp injury claims and denials. Call 763-571-2410 or go to B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com and tell them that Tom sent you. We'll take that break and be right back in a couple minutes. More
5: news and information right after this. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company.
8: And I'm Michael Bilsky, CEO at North American Banking Company.
5: As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational
8: businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a long-time customer of the bank since we opened the
5: bank in 1998.
3: North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
5: Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards that's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us.
6: Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com.
10: Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for John
3: hey, it's a new year. Why not treat yourself to a new gun from KL Surplus and Ammo? I personally know Jim, the owner, and I'm not making that up. He's a great guy. He's been, first of all, I don't do commercials for people I don't like. So there you go. But Jim, yeah, Jim's a great guy. He's been in the firearms business for over 15 years and knows how to set you up with the perfect firearm for your needs. KL offers one of the widest selection of firearms in the region, including Beretta shotguns, Antica rifles. Uh, high school trap teams are starting to form now, and KNL has a great selection of SKB shotguns. KNL has Tika and SKB both in right and left-hand models. KNL also has a broad range of ammunition, including both American and European calibers. If you have a collection of guns that you'd like to sell, call Jim at KNL so he can help you get the best price through his network. KL Surplus and Ammo is on Lake Drive in Atlanta Lakes and open Tuesday through Saturday. You can also visit them online, www.klgunstore.com.
2: You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast.
3: You damn right you are, and that's all there is to it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we did talk about that whole situation earlier about, uh, you know, the in New York. What was that guy's name again? George. What is it? The guy they fired because he was moving money around. He was a. House representatives, guy in New York. The guy they kicked out and they just vote. Is it, yeah, Santos. Is it George Santos? Uh That's right. That's his last name. So they, you know, like I said, we're kind of pointing out that you should support women, you should support migrants, support people of color, unless, of course, you can make money by not voting for them. Then apparently that's the way to go. I still, to add to the other side of that, that would be kind of a Democrat thing. This would be a Republican thing. By a single vote, House impeaches Homeland Security Secretary. But that's not going to be true, because it's not going to be held up in the Senate, correct?
4: Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I haven't seen or been following that vote very closely. Yeah, me neither. I don't think anybody
3: has to tell you the truth, but once again, <laughs> uh, these there is no sh- What kind of an example is it to our teenagers and young children in the world, to our early 20s people, that the democrat and republican parties cannot get together on one single issue aren't shouldn't you be teaching our students let's try to work together wouldn't it wouldn't be a great thing to do to teach people let's let's try working together let's get along what do you say
4: yeah but you, you can't you know militarize and you know make money off of people when they all come together you got to get them separated first so yeah it's probably this not is gonna happen. all
3: all about money, wouldn't you agree? This is not about politics. This is about me making more money by not hanging out with you.
4: Yeah, I feel like they convince you as a citizen that, you know, it's politics, but they look at it as more big business type of thing. Yes, it is. So to them, they're running a company that is the United States of America.
3: So again, a couple of things happened yesterday that I wouldn't agree with 100%. Uh, Both, uh, by the way, happened to be with the House. Because Santos was a what well, a Republican right a house a member of the the uh, house as a mm-hmm. Republican and then he got kicked out and then whatever but I, I just wish that our politicians particularly our presidents of the United States certainly our senators congress people all the rest of it why don't you at least try to get along as a better example to the young people of America
4: yeah right the, yeah because especially you know with the kids in the younger generation are looking to the older generation for guidance, and when they see all of this going on, it doesn't really make you feel like it's going to end anytime soon with, when right. they finally
3: get up into office. Maybe you guys could vote on Well, AJ, maybe not you, but Tevin's been around long enough since I was back at, at the queue. I over the years, look, I was at that station for 37 years. There were a few people that were on that show I couldn't stand. Could you pick out who that might be i bet you couldn't but maybe you could
4: i mean if i had to guess i could probably just through all of the rampant speculation you hear over, throughout the years i could probably get at least one name but i'm sure there would be some that would surprise me
3: yeah, probably true but look i i don't working with everybody there are people i like there are people i don't like i'm not going to put up with attitude that's the one thing i never did if they were if i didn't like them but they did their jobs like hey you're doing your job mm-hmm. fine we don't have to get along but when you're not doing your job and you're at, you're going out of your way to be an asshole, then you got to go. Oh, yeah. Right?
4: You suck at your job and you're an asshole. That's the easiest <laughs> goodbye. Well,
3: there you go. But I just, yeah, I, I don't know. That, that I just wish, because I, I do remember when I was a kid and that was a long time ago, then once in a while you get a democrat and a republican shoulder to shoulder whether well, it's on a local level state level national level they did used to try to work together at least a long time ago but now it's just out of the question isn't it
4: oh yeah it's out of the question and <laughs> like speaking of people being bad at their job a little bit of a change of subject have you seen the acorn video cuz this is down in your neck of the woods
3: acorn video what i mean
0: <laughs> so they,
4: the police man. officer that Thought he was shot because an acorn hit him.
0: No. So there was a uh, there was a, a a sheriff deputy that was mm-hmm. like responding to a call or just like you know doing a re- routine checkup in a neighborhood, and on his way back to his patrol car, he heard like a tink. Immediately, no hesitation. I'm hit. Jumps down on the street like out. Oh. Bah, 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 just firing his gun. Yeah. It it comes to the conclusion after. Uh, 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 multiple cops arriving, multiple shots fired in this neighborhood, an acorn fell on his car.
4: Yeah. and That's what it was? That's what it was. And the person he was shooting at was a suspect that they had pulled over. I believe he had potentially stolen his girlfriend's car or something, and he was handcuffed in the back seat, and they thought that that guy had shot at them, so him and his partner unloaded (laughs) a clip into the back of this car. Luckily, the guy didn't get hit or anything like that. Like He's just fine, at least physically uh but yeah they resigned very quickly after that so oh yeah. he did yeah florida cops not the greatest apparently
3: oh florida cops a lot of them are really really good cops depends on where you yeah. are uh, yeah
4: you it, it all depends and things. it's probably the same anywhere nah, but at least yeah. this guy <laughs> mistakes the acorn squirrels are attacking him for <laughs> that's
0: <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> that's like an all that's gonna be an all-time story at that uh sheriff oh, yeah. office though for sure <laughs> where was it do you know Um uh, i didn't here we get go.
4: the exact.
3: I'm, th- I'm thinking Orlando. Uh, Okaloosa County. Okaloosa County? Okaloosa, yeah. Where the hell is that? I've been to Okaloosa County, but I can't remember where it is. Is there a, uh, is there a big town in Okaloosa County? Let's see here.
0: Um, I'm looking at here. This is a, a tweet here while Tevin Ken looks it up. New can, uh, body cam footage shows Okaloosa County, Florida deputy. Jesse Hernandez declaring, quote, shots fired and, quote, I'm hit, and shouting at the handcuffed, (laughs) unarmed suspect inside of his police car. He had not been shot. Rather, it was determined that he had heard an acorn drop
4: onto the hood of his car. Yeah, And it looks like it's under Alabama, so it's like the top part of Florida. Oh, it's at the top of the state. Yeah, kind of in Destin, Florida. Okay, But I got to believe if you've been shot, you could feel it and that's
0: yeah. that's the funny thing too is like at as the video progresses like it immediately goes i'm hit i'm hit Bob, like shots fired and then he's kind of like
4: okay i don't think i'm hit
10: yeah <laughs> i think I think, I think i'm fine
4: <laughs> i'm good i'm good i'm good don't worry about it and my favorite is he just like he's barrel rolling across the street <laughs> yes. like he's yes. hiding like full action
0: movie sequence really
4: yeah, yeah and it I guess he did serve two tours over in Iraq. He didn't see any, like, active duty, Uh but he's a former military guy. So, yeah, he probably just something clicked, and he just, I'm hit. I'm hit. It must have hit the vest. Wait, I don't think I'm hit at all, actually. It was an acorn. The the best part about this is there's, like, a a
0: 30-page transcript, and on page 13 and 14, it overlaps. Deputy Hernandez asked, he was told, like, some guy held it up, and he just goes, Acorn? <laughs> Investigator Hogan answered,
3: <laughs> Acorn. Acorn. <laughs> Acorn. Why would you go into such a panic, for God's sake?
0: I mean, it's a high-strung job. Yeah. I get it. But it I just, is, but. but at the same, I, I, I'm not around gunfire often. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would know the difference. And this is just me sitting in a chair in a mm-hmm. radio studio, so I understand that some people are going to say, "No, you have no idea what you're talking about." But right. I feel, I feel like, given a certain situation, I could determine an actual gunshot from a tree nut falling onto a car. Sure, <laughs> I would, I hope would so. think so. I would like to hope so. That should but maybe
1: be a minimum requirement. Maybe not.
3: I still uh, don't understand. I'm hit. You would feel it if you got shot.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it's not a great look. Like I don't think I don't think Officer Dave is out here getting spooked by acorns. Like no. maybe he needs to go down and train these. Yeah, no. we get, we'll, we'll
0: fly him down there yeah. for
3: pa- proper training. Get those well, people I just smart. got a text message from Mike Bilski, yeah. on the North American Banking Company spot. And I went Bilski, and he goes, mm. "Thanks for the shout out." Um, <laughs> Good old Bilski. You consider that Bilsky. to be a shout out to you, there, Bilski. Oh yeah. Ah, uh, Billski, who loves him more than me. That's what I want to know. Nobody. We probably nobody. <laughs> we got to take a break here. Be right back. The lovely and talented KB. Is she KB two again, or is it KB? No, she's KB two. Yeah, she's Ken KB2. Barlow's KB three. Right? Yep. Okay, KB two, right after this.
9: This is Bob Sansvier and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. set up a free initial consultation the number to call is 763-571-2410 that's 763-571-2410 or visit bialkilaw.com that's b-i-a-l-k-e law.com
1: recently jim paul of valley buick gmc was contacted by a company that does on-site sales jim was confused The Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like
2: North American Banking Company, Brad Sean Bryant, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bielke.
8: I've been advertising on Tom Bernard Shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me.
2: If you'd like to find out more about growing your business with The Tom Bernard Show, go to TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings, 8 to 9 30, or anytime you like as a podcast on the Tom Bernard app at tombernardshow.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Kristen Bird Entertainment News brought to you by North American Banking Company. Go to nabanko.com to learn more. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, Kristen Bird, how are you?
6: I'm doing great. How are you this morning?
3: Marvelous so far.
6: Well, happy Valentine's Day, everyone.
3: Happy Valentine's day. So today is Valentine's Day and what other day is it? Ash Wednesday. It's Ash Wednesday, too. Oh,
6: it's Ash Wednesday. Yep, yes. there you go.
3: Nice Catholic boy here. <laughs> Can't remember the last time they put ashes on my I noggin. I totally though.
6: forgot as a Catholic person. I'm like, what else is there? <laughs>
3: <laughs> what else is there? <laughs> yeah, that whole... get. What we used to do that there? all the time we go to the, the laurent's house guy and greg laurent we twin brothers went to st anne's with them mm-hmm. and everybody in that group including me at the time smoked cigarettes so we just go in the ashtray and put the old cross on the forehead <laughs> yeah mom i went to church it was wonderful <laughs> of course not. did her. Nowadays.
6: I never thought of that. There's a lot of ways around that, isn't there? <laughs> oh, I found
3: them all, believe me, because like, I love the Catholic culture, the people who are Catholic. I love them.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: I
3: was never a big church-going guy. I never cared for that.
4: Yeah, well, that makes sense. There's a lot of rules when you go to church, and you're not a big mm-hmm. rules authority figure
3: true. type of guy, I feel like. Yeah, that is true no question about it but so it's ash wednesday and saint valentine's day and by the way it's not even called valentine's day or saint valentine's day anymore it's just valentine's day
2: mm-hmm.
6: it is
3: and people yeah, or some people that.
6: call it valentimes
3: times yeah, yeah. Valentine's. yeah yep.
6: valentimes haven't you heard people go happy valentines and you're like where did that come from
3: yeah <laughs> I, i've heard it it's true so what's new with you sister
6: well, I thought for Valentine's, we should talk about what Variety says are the 50 most romantic films of all time.
4: Okay, yes, i mean.
6: All All right, all right. Uh, cause, uh, and you know, some of these are old, and but I was really surprised at like, what they decided was top 10. So we'll just do like top 10. we
3: we'll gonna do the top 10 so and you're surprised.
6: Can you? Yeah, they're top 10. You know what I mean? It's always so subjective but you're expecting certain films to wind up there. Like Dirty Mm -hmm. Dancing is number 50. That's fine. Do you think Dirty Dancing would wind up?
0: I think Dirty Dancing is severely overrated. It's really high. (laughs) You think Dirty Dancing's what? Overrated, in my opinion. Oh, do you? Yeah. I've never seen it. I know it's a hot take.
6: You've never seen Dirty Dancing? No. That is a hot take. That's okay. How have you never seen Dirty Dancing? Like, the movie in the Mm -hmm. 80s. Is
3: it Patrick Swayze? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. like him, too, so it's kind of... Shy. Maybe I did see it and just forgot.
6: That's possible.
3: Yeah.
6: I mean, it's not... It's not listen, it was a low-budget film. I think people forget that. I think people think it was, like, this big, huge Hollywood film. It was supposed to be a nothing burger of a film. It was, like, a dance film, which was very big. That type of genre was big in the 80s. Yeah. And, you know, they went out to this resort, and they filmed it. My friend Doriana Sanchez worked on it, and she was like... You know, it was just like a job. It wasn't like, oh, this is a big budget Hollywood film. Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey didn't really get along. You know, they spent more time partying off screen than probably they did working on screen. It was the 80s, you know, read between the lines on that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think what's interesting is that it became it was like such a small budget. and It became this massive, massive hit. And uh, it's become probably one of the more memorable pop culture type of films of the 80s. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack, the dancing, Nobody Puts Baby Corner, that lift that everybody does, and it winds up on social media every once in a while. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of funny when you think about it.
3: So I have a question for you. Is that where they made the pot together? They both put their hands on the pot going around the little wheel?
6: That's Ghost.
3: Oh, that's another Ghost. Okay, it's different.
6: Yeah. <laughs> different. Ghost is on this list somewhere. Oh, Ghost okay. is another one that's on that list. Yeah. Right. It's not in the top ten, I don't think. So um, what would you say? Just take a guess. It's an older film, a very old film. Let's say it's a classic film that made it as number one. We'll just go right to number one on this.
3: Number one classic film is, um, let me see, is Jimmy Stewart in it?
6: Ah. Uh... Maybe, hmm. or maybe not. <laughs> maybe
3: <laughs> is it going to be is like? Is it? It's a wonderful life.
6: It's not. A it's a guess. wonderful life. Really? But it's it's someone, it's someone of Jimmy Stewart's level in that era.
0: Jimmy Stewart. That makes sense. Is it James is, Cagney? I'm gonna say like Gone with nope. the Wind. If you say super old, yeah, I, that's what I, I think of as super old. Also yeah.
6: close to that era.
0: But I'm it's not frankly, Gone with the Wind dear. either? Casablanca.
6: Frankly, oh. Casablanca. Oh,
3: it's Casablanca. Okay. Yeah. I've never seen it.
6: Yeah, frankly. You've never seen Casablanca? I've
3: never seen Casablanca. I don't know why. I've just, it's not. I've, I've not avoided it. I've never seen it.
6: Interesting. Okay, now number two, probably, like, another modern era. This is a modern era film. Talked about all the time. Lots of, like, cultural quotes that people you know talk about all the time we've talked about it on this show the movie made millions and millions and millions of dollars yeah
4: i'm realizing and based now, off
6: of true life events
4: based, i'm realizing you know, now i don't watch love movies that based much off a true, uh, <laughs> i I
6: said i'm king of the world you would say oh titanic oh, yeah
0: titanic yeah
6: titanic okay now, see, I don't think that's a very romantic movie, I don't and I'm going to tell no, you why. I agree. She shoves him off a door at the end of the movie. Sorry yeah, to yep. spoil it for people.
0: And it was it, it, like you said, it's based off true true events. So I mean, it's history at that point. And you can't really spoil history. But yeah, th- there was more than enough room on that door, Rose. Mm-hmm. Move your move your ass over. Let Jack on the piece of wood. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And
6: and do you know what happened in real life? This is really sad. Kate Winslet. Um, who at the time was considered a very curvy actress, and she was. And if you look at her now, you're like, she was thin. Mm-hmm. People, like really mean people, would say that she was too big, and that's why Jack couldn't get on the door, and that's why what? he died. What? That's insane. She was body shamed. That's in an real insane life. It's not statement. To me. Awful.
4: Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Stop laughing,
6: Devin. It. But it's so mean. Like well, you look at it now, and you're like, are you kidding me?
4: Yeah. But also, like the reason that Jack died in the movie is because Jack died in. Real life, right? Like Kate Winslet, no matter how big or small she was, wasn't going to save this guy from dying in the Titanic. He's going to get hypothermia,
6: or he was going right. to drown, or a combination of both.
4: Mm-hmm. Right.
6: It's bananas. Uh, number three is to catch a thief because I know no one will guess that one. No,
0: I don't even no. know what that is. There's a thief. Another in classic
6: '50s film. <laughs> okay, thanks, Devin. He's like, okay, you guys are going to have to watch some TCM at some point. Moulin Rouge, if you guys watch Moulin Rouge. Yeah, that's a good one, actually. I don't know if I call it romantic. All right, this one, I I have like a love-hate relationship with this movie. And it was such a thing during like the Oscars uh, nomination process. A, A Star is Born, the 2018 version with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Because people are like, they are dating. And I'm like, they are totally conning you so that they win Oscars.
0: <laughs> yes, thank you. There you go.
6: Do you remember when they were like at the Oscars and they put their heads together and they were like singing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. And that, everyone was like, oh, my God, they're totally dating. They weren't. <laughs> uh, Brief Encounter, a 1945 film, which I've never seen. It's never number six. It. Uh, Ghost is number seven. There's oh, there great. you go, Tom. Okay. Yeah. Um, number eight, Brokeback Mountain. I just can't quit you. <laughs> just can't, just, yeah, has anyone quit. seen Brokeback?
3: No, I, I saw, yeah, I yeah. saw uh, that. Yeah, That movie something.
6: is actually heartbreaking. And I will say that Jake Gyllenhaal, probably his best movie role to date. Because um, it's him and Heath really, Ledger, right? Yeah. Okay. And I was like, they made cowboys pretty sexy. <laughs> Gay cowboys, too. Um, um, umbrellas of Cherbourg, which I know none of you have probably seen. It is a spectacular film and it is what La La Land sort of like the, the production design was based off of. So if you ever have the opportunity to see it, it's really good. Um, it's a 1964 film. And then in rounding out the top 10, here it is gone with the wind.
3: Oh, it is in there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Never seen. Tom,
6: have you seen gone with the wind? No. Yeah. I just had, yeah. I was like, unbelievable. You guys have some classic films to watch.
3: I've seen two of the films you mentioned. Brokeback Mountain and what was the other one?
6: Ghost? You saw Ghost, right? Yeah, Ghost.
3: Mm-hmm. There you go. The Ghost and Brokeback Mountain. I thought they were both
6: Jerry Maguire mediocre. made it as number 12.
3: Jerry Maguire?
6: I don't think Jerry Maguire is romantic. Do you? No. What? I
4: feel like this is like a diehard Christmas movie type of situation. We're talking like Tom Isn't Cruise, it? right? Jerry, That Jerry Maguire. It's
6: Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, who has no heat with any female actress, he stars opposite. Um, but he does that whole... I think that they're basing it off of that end speech of, like, you complete me, which nobody completes anybody in a relationship. And if that's your basis of romance, you're in trouble. Um, but Jerry Maguire, to me, is a great sports kind of comedy.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I would, I would expect, like, you've got male or... Maybe like a how when Harry met Sally, way above Jerry Maguire. But
6: Sleepless in Seattle. Absolutely. There we go. Meg I mean, just put anything Meg Ryan in her prime. Absolutely. 100%. I can't believe she's not in like one of the, the, the top 10. Absolutely. Like none of her movies made that. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought it was a really interesting list for Valentine's Day because I was like, these are so subjective. And like I thought, you guys are all like, what movie? Never seen it. Never heard of this one. Right. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> Where's and like. Clearly the. Oh go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say, like, where's like how to lose a guy in ten days or like (gasps) all of like those type of rom coms. Then we can talk. Yeah.
6: How to lose a guy in ten days. Come on, does everyone falls in love with Kate Hudson, men and women in that yellow dress. Mm -hmm. Don't argue with me otherwise. She looks spectacular in that.
4: Or hitch. Throw throw hitch in there.
6: Hitch in there's another good yeah there's some good ones in there see i was like even guys watch rom-coms every once in a while did you see how to lose a guy in 10 days tom
4: nope (laughs) you let the love fern die
3: what
4: the love fern the hell is that Uh, you have to watch the movie she buys him a plant and she's he lets it die and she comes into his apartment she's like our love fern you let it die (laughs)
2: I don't
6: Tom, <laughs> I think you and Catherine should watch this yes. tonight because I actually think you will like it. Matthew McConaughey is so funny. Kate Winslet—okay, Winslet. Kate Hudson is so charming. Oh, I uh, like them. Yeah, there, there's a lot of really good in that movie, and it's—it's it's a sweet, funny, like easy breezy romantic comedy.
4: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. only an hour and fifty minutes, so mm-hmm. it's not terribly long. But I think you'd like it.
3: I Twenty minutes t- over my limit. Let's go ninety but it, minutes and get it, it the hell out. It moves off.
6: fast. It moves fast. So okay. I think you would like it. Maybe do that for. Do you have Valentine's Day plans? No. Now you do. How <laughs> to lose a guy in ten days? <laughs> <laughs> go buy some flowers.
3: Well, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna buy the candy and the flowers and the card. I am gonna do that. I'm gonna hang out.
6: And then watch know. We a Probably movie. won't go
3: out to dinner though. I don't know. We'll see. What
6: you the, know, going yeah. out to dinner is so expensive on Valentine's Day. They're mm-hmm. like, here is your $200 dinner that yesterday and tomorrow will only be $75. Yeah.
0: I'm yep. doing Drew, I'm doing mine uh, Friday night yeah. instead.
4: And usually if you're going to a restaurant, they scrap their normal menu and come up with something completely different. So you're not even really getting yeah. the normal experience of that restaurant. Yeah. And you're overpaying. So, yeah would not recommend and
6: if you go on the 15th it's known as happy mistress day did you know that yes no no yeah
4: yep. so, so if
6: you have a mistress day. you take your wife or your girlfriend out on valentine's day obviously and then on the 15th you take your mistress out because you have to celebrate valentine's day but they don't get the actual day
3: that's crazy <laughs> that's like so your wife is i'm going out to dinner honey she doesn't suspect anything
6: Going out with the guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, going out huh. with the guys.
3: Got to stay late at the office. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. We're not buying any of it. No. That's all I have to say. Never.
6: No, especially now that we have location tracker on your iPhone. <laughs>
3: Why
4: is are well, well, your Chili's? That.
6: Chili's, I know. You take your mistress to Chili's. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, yeah, you're with the guys. Yep.
3: <laughs> 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 all right, Pally, any closing comments? <laughs>
6: Um any closing comments on all of this. If anyone's looking for new shows tonight, Love is Blind, another fabulous reality dating show comes back on Netflix. And there is an interesting new show coming up on Apple TV tonight. That's the new look, and it's about Christian Dior and Coco Chanel during World War II and creating their fashion lines out of it. So Apple TV's got some of the best shows out there right now. If you're looking for prestige TV.
3: Sounds good to me, sister. We will talk to you tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> Bye. Kristen Bird Entertainment News brought to you by North American Banking Company. Go to Nabankco.com to learn more. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. That is gonna do it for today. The family shows up in about 15 minutes.